0: Hey guys, welcome to the I hope you hear this podcast. Today we have James Han, also known as Uzu Han back, and we get to talk about his songs. Uh, mainly Tough Guy, but also a little bit of Christmas Machine. And yeah, it's a rare occasion where someone who is a fan of someone else's music gets to sit down and talk to them in depth about the motivating factors behind the song, how they came up with it and things like that, but I, I got the honor and privilege of doing so so yeah uh, i hope you guys uh listen and uh hope you enjoy all right guys Uh, thank you for tuning into the i hope to hear this podcast it's it's actually been a while um and I, i took a huge break and one of the last guests i talked to before the break was actually you uh this is uh james han aka uzu han thank you so much for coming back thanks man yeah. i'm in the house i yeah. mean it's
1: great <laughs> I, I love this little chair you have me in thank you thanks for having me
0: yeah um so i i invited you specifically because um yeah you're the songs that you release are very thought-provoking right um two in particular right tough guy okay. uh, the the idea of like the whole kind of picture, the story that you paint in the beginning of the song at a wedding, right, 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 right. Yeah, that was uh, like I, that was interesting to me. I could really relate because I've been a guy at a wedding dancing with my mom, and like I can, right. I know what that emotion feels like. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So and there's that, and also uh, Christmas machine, that was. <laughs> It was bold. <laughs> it was a bold song to release yeah, yeah, on yeah, Christmas, yeah. Right? I know that was ridiculous. <laughs> no, but but it, it also there's a lot of truth to it, right? How yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so much of what we think of as Christmas has been hijacked by capitalism and kind of the yeah, money making machine. But oh yeah, yeah. But uh, that, that's kind of the the what, what I hope to talk to you about today. Yeah. Um, but th- th- yeah, I wanted to start on Tough Guy. So, okay. um particularly tough guy for me i think especially like what i went through this past week has been like something i really wanted to think about because Mm. just i'm going to explain to you what happened um and this is funny because this happened after we scheduled this right oh my god yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah. this was a month ago yeah yeah
0: yeah this past week i went on a a work trip to denver okay and i from sunday night Oh, actually, Monday morning till Friday, I got a total of four hours sleep. Oh, for the, interesting. For the entire five-day hour, five day time period. And that was because, like, the, like, client issues and, like, trying to get things done, trying to work. Like, so I was literally, like, just, like, up all night working, went to the client's office, came back, worked. What? Yeah, and I would take, like, hour naps here and there just to kind oh, of, my gosh. yeah. That's insane. But... Going through that, I realized, like, I started asking myself, like, why did I put myself through that? Yeah. You know, because, like, it's not like my company wasn't going to fire me for saying, hey, this is like, we can't get this done this fast. So, like, let's try to, like, figure out a different. Oh, like, oh okay. There yeah. wasn't
1: additional pressure. No,
0: it was it was really just me saying, I think there there is always that notion of I want to um, portray the best part of myself to my sure, company so that you know yeah. promotions like so that they don't fire me whatever <laughs> yeah. so there is a little bit of that but then there's also i think a lot of it is like i'm 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 a father of two now all mm-hmm. right so like there is a, a, a aspect of i have to be tough for them like right. i i have to kind of bury like the misery i'm going through mm-hmm. to um kind of Live up to the standard of toughness oh, wow. that, that we think of when we think of like fathers and like men, right? Yeah. Yeah. So,
1: <laughs> oh man.
0: Yeah. So, um, I, I, I mean, I started thinking, I don't know if that's kind of what you meant when you wrote this song. Oh, absolutely.
1: Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 So, I mean,
0: yeah. You can, so, can you kind of just explain to me like your genesis of that song and like wh- why you thought about it? Like, um,
1: that I think for me, like, It's a lot of things. I as I've I've, I'm four years married now, so I've learned a lot from my wife about how to just be a better human being. Mm -hmm. Uh, Specifically, why I mention my wife is because she's taught me uh, to see a whole nother other side of the human experience. You know, specifically from the woman's perspective, how she's experienced men in her life, good and bad. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. whereas if I'm just a dude walking and trotting along in society am i really going to know other perspectives like that unless i encounter them myself right you know Mm -hmm. um i didn't realize how how much damage uh really like obtuse men you know have have how much damage they've caused Mm. in in our at least american society that's all i'll talk about Mm -hmm. and korean society Mm -hmm. because i know that right uh So I've just been kind of thinking about it in the course of my marriage. You know, I'd say stuff that was really hurtful, not with the intention to be hurtful. But, you know, my wife would bring it up whenever I say something ridiculously stupid Mm -hmm. and inconsiderate. Mm -hmm. She'd be like, why would you say that? And I'd be like, I don't know. And sometimes I'd be like, because I'm a dude. You know, (laughs) and she'd be like, why is that? Why are you proud to say that? You know, this is like years, you know, of me just being like, yeah, what? Actually, why did I say that? Mm. Like, why? Why do I joke the way I do? It's not even really that funny if I try to break it down. You know yeah. not everyone needs to laugh at my jokes, but why is it that I joke the way i do why Why is it that I have these blind spots? I mean they're blind spots for a reason, right. so she'd identify these blind spots and she'd be like yo i don't I don't like how you blah 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 you know she'd break it down and mm-hmm. so all four years of marriage have led me up to these i guess past year where I was just kind of wondering why. I felt certain ways about, um, you know, what was it? I, we'll go to the wedding, for example. Mm-hmm. I think that wedding, I mean, I actually was mm-hmm. at two weddings mm-hmm. like that where I was sitting at a table and uh, we were watching the uh, groom and mom dancing. Mm-hmm. So it's a sweet moment. Yeah. I cry every time, Yeah, literally. I don't know if you do, but every time without yeah. fail because it's always like their favorite song or the mom's favorite song and I'm sent very sentimental. Mm-hmm. And, and I so. think
0: there is something about especially for, like, Asian-Americans. Uh-huh. Um, the, we think of our relationship with that parent's very kind of hindered. Yeah. But I think there is something special about boys and their moms. Yeah. You know, like, f- for some reason, like, I know with, like, me and my dad even, like, we're a lot better now, but we used to be, like, it used to be awkward between us. Uh, right? But then, like, mm-hmm. I it was never like that with my mom. So, like, yeah. when, when I, like, yeah, when I danced with my mom, Uh, for my wedding yeah it was it was a different level of emotion oh
1: i was crying the whole time yeah (laughs) like i don't even remember what i did all i did was dance a little bit with my mom and i just put my face in her shoulder Mm -hmm. and i was crying and she's like stop crying (laughs) (laughs) Um, but i was at these two weddings and we're i'm a mess you know Mm -hmm. and um as i'm crying i'm like oh shoot i ran out of all my tissues who has tissues so i looked to my left and my right and i was sitting next to these dudes and i was like uh can i have your tissue Mm -hmm. they weren't using theirs obviously so Mm -hmm. i took it Mm -hmm. after i wiped my tears i look at them i'm like what what you guys aren't even like you guys are just like stiff-necked tense eyebrows (sighs) holding it in you know Mm -hmm. they might be crying Mm -hmm. inside but Mm -hmm. they're not showing it at all they just kind of like keep their chin up and just kind of
0: you know, so so did it look like they were actively fighting the release of that almost, emotion? Mm. or
1: because because ev- when emotion is felt, it's contagious. Mm. You know, right. when when that kind of empathy is felt, yeah. everyone in the room starts being emotional. Yeah. So literally, everybody in the room was emotional and crying, expressing that empathy, mm. and these guys at my table, they were just trying not to release it. They were holding it in tension and. At that time, I was four years married at that point, three and a half, whatever. And I was like, dude, y'all are like, this is not good. Mm. You know, like I almost feel bad for you. Before I used to think like, oh, you know, but he's just being a dude. But now I'm realizing it's because he's a dude. That's why he can't. Oh, my gosh. That's why he can't express himself. Mm. Is there a problem with us? Mm. How are we raised up? You know, and I only speak from the Korean American experience. Really? I, you know, like I'm not given space and permission to cry express um a range of emotions i can only yeah. express maybe anger right and for fr-
0: is frustration an emotion C- kind of uh, anger adjacent right? you
1: know i it's even crazy that i don't even know how to identify emotions <laughs> very quickly you know mm, what i'm saying yeah, yeah i think that's a tragedy yeah so, um, I think it was th- that wedding really like triggered something in me to mm. be like, dude, I think something's wrong here with, with us, mm. you know?
0: So I wonder, do you think it's, cause I think there's two components. There's, you can look at it from how we were raised. Right. And the other, other part is like what society expects of us. Right. Like, do you, do you have a sense of which is probably like more of an influence or,
1: i mean society media is going to inform how we raise our children mm-hmm. you know if you're con- unless you don't consume any media on your phone or your tv or whatever movies you know mm. then what are you you're like a <laughs> uh, hermit yeah you live under a rock <laughs> i yeah. guess which is chill patrick starr right? whatever <laughs> um so i i thought about it like so um Right now, I think it's beautiful that there are so many programs and things to elevate women. Mm. I love that, mm. and it should continue. Uh, I think somewhere along the line, as we were empow- uh, encouraging and wanting to lift up women, somewhere along the line, we just thought, mm, for guys, like y- y'all just need to stop you know stop mm. acting this way, or I-, I haven't quite figured it out. There is this one guy i uh follow on instagram his name is jason wilson
0: okay
1: um he does a lot of content talking exactly about what the tough guy um song is about mm-hmm. i watched this video where uh he's this uh, um, black dude who has like gray beard he has like a martial arts dojo i don't know if you've seen his videos mm-hmm. okay so his videos it's very inspiring i cry a lot of times because uh he's like training young guys kids black families fathers how to uh uh how to like express themselves yeah so i put a video up once on my instagram like a clip of the thing that inspired me it was um uh was it with the dad and the student uh he uh, probably okay okay. that's not the one that i okay oh wait dad and the student
0: it was like uh i don't know if this is the same guy but like before the kid could like progress um like he had to like his father had to like, do push-ups? Oh, oh yeah. yeah.
1: That is the exact same guy, I okay. think. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, he'll use life lessons, you know, and, like, try to teach it. It's like, sometimes you're going to have to push your father because he can't carry all the weight. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, I mean, that's a powerful video, too. Yeah. Um, that I watched that after the video I'm talking about. This one, it was, um. Uh, the video was a, a young kid and the teacher, Jason. Mm-hmm. He was like, I need you to grab me and hold on, mm-hmm. Okay and hold on tight i'm gonna shake you but you can't hold on that's a drill we're gonna work on your grip mm-hmm. and you know the kid is like holding on and then he shakes him off and then you know he's like really struggling and then jason asks hey what's the matter what's the matter son mm-hmm. um and he's like i'm nervous he's like you're what he's like i'm nervous he's like oh you're nervous that's okay like and then he made a lesson he's like you know young boys and men aren't allowed to express themselves and express Mm. even these things because we're i don't know we're supposed to have it all figured out but expressing yourself is how you heal expressing yourself is how you expressing your emotions is how you that's like the path to healing you know um and it was just amazing because the kid uh he was like He told the student he's like yo just say how you're feeling i'm nervous he's like yell it out i'm nervous and then he was like shaking him the whole time and he like held on to him you know and it was interesting how it empowered him to like Mm. complete the task or you know like function as a human (laughs) right so i thought that was really neat i was like wow there is power in expressing your emotions, and also with the person you express it to, mm. it's actually a path of connection. I realized. Mm. I thought, oh, I shouldn't express myself because I'm a burden, inconvenience, or I'm going to hurt them. But these things, I mean, you can't really control it because it's yeah. everyone will get hurt by anything. So, right. but what it definitely does is it, it eliminates any path of connection, mm. and that's what we've I've experienced with my parents. Mm. You know, they don't express any harsh things really, they don't really say anything. And as a result, I don't feel connected to them. Right. You know?
0: Yeah, man, that's so interesting. It's because as you're saying this, I'm thinking, yeah, it is true that expressing these things is good, right? But why is it that we don't? Because like, it's natural to do things that are good for you, right? I think, well, I'm thinking like McDonald's, people eating McDonald's and stuff like that. But Usually like if there's something good for you you would want to give yourself permission to do those things right Yeah but there is something about who we are as a society that so limits the the way that we can express ourselves like with the video you were talking about mm-hmm. like that's a perfect example of it a little kid at that age already feels some sort of burden in expressing how he feels. Right. Like, why is that? Like, why do we have this? Is it, all? it feels almost innate, right? Like, is mm-hmm. it taught? Or is it something we're born with? No, I think we're taught it. We're ta- right? That's what I think. So, like, because um, the reason I asked the question is, how, how can we reverse this, right? So, I, I don't have any sons. I have two daughters. So, yeah. um, I, I don't really, um, I mean, this is just for the future generations in general. I'm looking up the lyrics. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. realize... Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Please, please. Um, but because... Yeah, it, my mind, it's... We need to... Now that we've identified that it's an issue, we need to figure out a way to correct it. Hmm. I, I really do think it starts with like people in our generation. You know, like married. Like yeah. I'm married, we have kids. Um, And you... I don't know if you'll have kids one day or not. But like yeah. even just... Even if you don't have kids, I think just being a member of society in this stage of life, mm-hmm. I think... Like if you, I think part of you releasing that song gives people permission to talk about it, right? Yeah. Like you released a song and that triggered me reaching out to you. Yeah, yeah, and then true. now we're releasing this conversation out I to know. the world. Yeah. Um, so I, I think this is at least the first step, you know, of, of actually talking about it and, and identifying the fact that it's bad. Mm-hmm. Is there anything you think we can do to kind of correct it? I, uh, let's see.
1: Like... I think one I think this idea of like even generational trauma. Mm. It's like something that I I kind of think about cuz this has been taught to us like by our parents. Mm. You know, why are they why did they react and, you know, yeah. hold it in the way they do, you mm. know, they receive, you know, whatever trauma and experiences from their parents. Mm. And, you know, I guess that's where I go. I, I try to wonder, okay, how did my specific dad or mom, how mm. were they raised up? You yeah. know, like they didn't, they weren't able to, I don't know. I imagine like, cause they couldn't eat very well. Like yeah. expressing yourself wasn't really that beneficial. You know, mm. if you're starving, if you're like, I'm, I feel lonely. Yeah. You know, if you were to say that, it's like, You'd be shut down probably yeah. real quick. It's like, yeah, me too, and I'm hungry. And
0: okay, so what? Yeah, you know, you know. Now that you mentioned that, um, most, I'm guessing most of our parents had parents who grew up during war times. So like our grandparents, uh-huh. right? Like they like during the Korean War, like occupation of like like the occupation by Japan, mm-hmm. all those things. Right. So they grew up in an environment where it was like. Literally survival first. Right. Like, there were people who literally, like during the Korean War, had to just pack up their bags and leave their village and try to figure out right. how to like, survive elsewhere. Yeah. So th- there's that component, but there's another component where I'm sure a lot of our parents didn't have a father to model what like, being a man is supposed to look like. Mm-hmm. So they probably just kind of picked it up here and there. And the survival and provision that they provide for the family probably became like a huge part of their identity as a father or head of a household and in that role it's not really beneficial to show vulnerability or to show emotion
1: yeah there's no connection they've ever experienced with their parents my mom and dad Mm. they never ate at the same table with their dad Mm. because at least that generation the fathers always had their own nice table
0: Mm.
1: you know and they sat separately from the kids and the mom yeah You know, so there's already a disconnect at the dinner table that's and the dinner table, you know, is like one of the best places to create and form long lasting connections, right, you know, so okay, you don't even have that in your household. Um, They're working all the time, Mm -hmm. you know, like. There's also, like, filial piety. They're gods. The mom and dads are gods. So right. whatever they learned is the land of the law. So basically, like, what I've realized, my parents, they've had a hard time being able to form connections with their, their own um, family members and their own parents. So yeah. that's going to be a huge hindrance for them to interact with us, mm. you know? And then we I look at America, and I'm like, okay, well... I've been, you know, whenever somebody cries, especially a boy, you know, people say, yo, toughen up, like, Mm. stop being a little girl, you know, I think that or stop being a, you know, using a B word, you know, like, I think that is very disparaging. I think that in itself, I don't know if guys, girls, I don't know who created it. But the fact that it became part of our like, language is very destructive for guys, you know, because like, and I think this is where stereotypes, um, Makes me wonder, like, what the use of stereotypes have, you know, in our modern day. I get it. We need stereotypes to, like, quickly figure out, you know, things about somebody. However, I think the stereotype for a guy and even a girl, I think those things can, should be readjusted. Mm. You know, as time goes on, it will be, Mm -hmm. you know, like, I think it's a tragedy if a guy, if you want to be a guy, you have to wear a suit
0: Mm. or,
1: you know, you have to, I don't know wear boots I'm just yeah. trying to th- I'm just right. trying to think of like the very stereotypical guy you know, like yeah. have some leather jacket and ride a motorcycle I don't know right or have a pickup truck. I think those uh and people stick to those stereotypes a lot, you know, okay, even for uh, uh kids' clothes, mm. why is it that blue is for guys and pink is for girls? Yeah. It makes no sense mm-hmm. it's purely for me it seems very mar- just marketing mm-hmm. it seems like a marketing machine to do that. Mm. So I don't know, man, like society has kind of set it up for you to just kind of fall into place, you know, and that's boring.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, no, and and I don't know, like, yeah, you're right. Is there any benefits of those? I mean, I guess there must be because that's why they exist. But at at least in terms of being able to be vulnerable for guys, I think it's a huge disservice to, to men. And you, you know what's really sad about it? Like, when I think about uh, just my life, like me personally. Yeah. With my kids who are two years old and six months old, like, I have to have some sort of tough facade. Because if I'm freaking out, they're going to freak out. Right. You know, so there's a level of necessity there. Like, I have to be the rock for my family. Mm-hmm. So there's a toughness in that. But what's sad is, I don't remove that facade when I'm with my guy friends. Oh, right. Because, yeah, like, I feel like the one place that men should have that release is with other guys. Because, mm-hmm. like, you know, like, we know what we're going through yeah. each other, right? But, like, yeah. instead of saying, man, you know, like, this, this week was just emotionally tough, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, we, we almost, we're almost in a place of, like, one-upping each other in toughness. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, it's, like, it's, it's so sad that um, maybe it happened to us because of the way that we were raised. But we perpetuate it in the way that we continue to conduct ourselves. Yeah, dude. Do, do you ever like get to talk kind of vulnerably with your guy friends?
1: I do. Yeah. Mm. Um, I think I've chosen friends who are willing to go there with me. Mm. Um, if someone's not willing to go there with me yet, I just think, well, maybe not yet. But mm. hopefully one day, same time, or, uh, when the time is right. Right. Um, but the people who are close to me, like, I feel like I'm able to be vulnerable Mm. like, brutally honest. Mm. And I realize that's not easy for most people. It's taken, I've known these people for many years. Yeah, you know, it's taken many years of not doing that. Right. (laughs) You know? Yeah. So yeah, dude, forging, and it's scary. It's scary to be like, hey, I feel lonely. I feel sad about this. I feel very disappointed. Mm -hmm. Expressing those things. It's like scary in general, Mm. you know, so to find people that would be safe mm. to express those and share those things with. I mean, it doesn't come easy.
0: Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm actually thinking about this. I'm guilty of kind of attributing negative attributes to vulnerability. Like I, I yeah. had a friend actually last night. Um, I had a friend who, who said, Hey, like this thing happened and it made me feel some sort of way. And like my initial reaction was to be like, so that's nothing yeah like why why is that a big deal to you yeah, yeah, yeah. um but then like i didn't say that um but like the, the fact that that was my initial reaction like that's like oh it's like even someone like me who wants to do something to fix it mm-hmm. like it's like ingrained in me to a level where it's almost a reflex right and but this guy is like one of my closest friends so mm-hmm. the fact that we are able to have conversations like that I think... And he's, he's one of very few guy friends who I'm able to do this with. Mm. Um, and the fact that we can talk this openly, I think, really helps in our relationship. Like, it's, like, really, like, forged a great friendship. Yeah. And, like, we can kind of be a refuge to each for each other. Yeah. Um, uh, and it's... I, I wonder how many guys are out there who don't have that.
1: Yeah, I've stopped assigning value mm. to people's emotions mm. like value as in, Oh, that's good. That's bad. Mm. Like I've stopped just doing that. And whenever I catch myself, I try to recalibrate cause mm. I'm like, Oh, I don't actually have a right to say, mm. so what that's bad, you know, or that's good. Even, right, you right. know, it's kind of like, this. yeah, I, like one thing that, uh, was helpful. This one situation happened with, uh, with my friend, he was, um, friends mm uh something happened and this one friend was trying to express that that she was like really upset like and she's like really frustrated and then the other friend who was the guy was like yo why are you upset like you know he's trying to explain why the situation shouldn't evoke f- negative feelings yeah. and this friend she was like dude like Shut the hell up. Like, I'm just trying to talk. I'm trying to like... I know exactly what I could have done. Uh, But because of like what the situation was, it just... Like, I didn't have much of a choice. It's just how I felt. mm -hmm. And when I was there, I was like, dude, all she has to do... She's just trying to recharge her battery. That's literally Mm -hmm. it, you know? But somehow you're really... It bothers you or makes you uncomfortable that these negative emotions are now on the table. Mm -hmm. It's not even about you you know why does it bother you so much and i I understand like emotions used to really scare me Mm -hmm. you know because i didn't i didn't know what to do with them i i was never i never got to swim around in them
0: yeah i I think it's it's because um one thing i realized we do is we create this surface of action right like how we choose to act how we choose to react but below that there's emotion and emotion is very difficult to control like you can't say, I'm not going to be offended by these things. Like maybe you can like train yourself to over time kind of Mm -hmm. become that way. But like the way that you feel emotionally when something happens, I think that is, yeah, that's almost just part of who you are. And like how you choose to act in that situation is is up to you, but like the emotion, right? So yeah, I think when we see somebody and see their actions, and then we see that their emotions is kind of different. Maybe that makes us a little uncomfortable. Oh, interesting. Well, like, ex- give me an example. So let's say that, um, I don't know, like today, let's say that uh, uh, you came over mm-hmm. and um, you said, oh, like you're I'm trying to think of, oh, your house is a mess. Right? Okay. And then I said, oh, haha, Okay. And then I just kind of came upstairs, like yeah. kind of just played it off. Yeah. And then now you're thinking, oh, David's just a good guy who can take a joke yeah but yeah. then if i were and then afterwards i was like you know james when you said that that actually like really hurt me because mm-hmm. so then like now you've now there's like kind of like two versions of david right like the version that you saw in the reaction that i provided oh i see but then there's a version below the surface that's kind of the truer david yeah um and i think there is like me sharing that with you is a a level of vulnerability that I'm willing to get into and trust yeah you're saying
1: I also trust you enough Mm -hmm. with this because you can totally destroy me at this moment right exactly exactly
0: so I wonder if there is for people who don't have like a deep enough relationship if there is a level of discomfort because I I can see that happening to me like um, if a friend I know who's like super like happy-go-lucky one day said to me like oh David you know the way that you did that the other day like it like really put me down. I think I might feel a little betrayed, you know, mm-hmm. as in like, why haven't you shown me this side of you before? Yeah. But I, I think, um, yeah, I think that that might be where like the discomfort comes from. Mm. But I think that's a good thing, right? Because like then that that's kind of the foundation where you can start building that relationship from. Yeah. And kind of feel free to. Because w- when you express your emotions, it's not always about finding a solution. It's a lot of times just about venting and kind of like getting it out there so you can feel free to express yeah, yourself. True. Yeah, true.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think... Um, oh, man, I was going to say it. What was it? Oh. Uh, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool. What yeah. you're saying is very true, man. Like, I I think it's it's connection, man. I just mm. think of connection. We mm. want connection with people mm. and... I don't need to explain more. I mm. think that in itself, w- humans were built for connection. We're created to be connected. Mm. If I want connection with somebody, I don't need to explain it. I don't yeah. feel the need to justify myself. Mm. I want to feel connected,
0: period. Mm. Um, yeah. And and I think like as we're talking through this, one of the things that if we're striving to give permission to each other to be more emotionally vulnerable. Yeah. I think we actually have to give each other that permission, meaning right. like, like like in this situation that we talked about, like you might feel a little away about someone <clears throat> emotionally, like like someone expressing themselves emotionally, like you have to let that person do that. Mm-hmm. Like you can't just say, well, don't do that because that makes me uncomfortable, because then that makes us kind of burrow deeper and yeah. continue with this facade. And you know, there's I, I know there's a stat where um, suicide is skewed disproportionately toward male
1: yes i've heard that yeah so like
0: there's no wonder right like there's all these things kind of happening under the surface and we're never in a space where we feel comfortable to release and to express ourselves like we have to be this tough guy yeah i mean it's yeah it's you you carry a lot um like the old and like the older you get like with with more roles that you take on like Mm -hmm. as a father as, as a husband i think you need to have yeah, you need to be able to release that. Yeah, You need to be able to kind of lay down the load every now and again.
1: Yeah, Yeah, I mean, it's we've been mishandled. People mishandle each other mm. all the time. So I'm sure there are plenty of people I've talked to where I've mishandled that conversation. Mm. Definitely did that with my wife. Like, mm. mishandle how she expresses herself all the time. Yeah. You know, and I'm this guy who's saying he's on this journey to you know, grow and be a better version of myself. So like, you know, what I've done personally is just like, I guess, redefine what strength maybe Mm -hmm. means Mm -hmm. what it means to be strong. Mm -hmm. I used to think because what I saw in movies and TV shows, a certain kind of like, you know, uh, character, like I've recently watched uh, the Netflix show, uh, my name it's like a korean oh yeah yeah. have you seen it yeah okay so intense show yeah yeah yeah. it's an intense show and i'm just using that because i just saw it Uh i'm I'm, yeah so the main character the girl in my mind my old version of james Mm -hmm. i would think wow she's a really strong tough-minded person and Mm -hmm. that would be my standard Mm -hmm. um but me and my wife were talking about it we're like yeah for the sake of the movie and the plot Mm -hmm. and the mission she has to be this like silent killer Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. But she would have no friends, you know? She would have nobody around her. Why yeah. why do you think she has no friends, yeah. you know? <clears throat> so I I thought it was kind of funny. I was like, that's that's the image yeah. where I have of this is what a tough person should be. Therefore, I should be like that because mm-hmm. this is what I should look up to. Yeah. Uh, I'm not saying the show wants to do that. Yeah. But that's a, that's a good example of things I've seen over the years mm. of portrayals of men, what men should be.
0: No, even in that show though, I think they initially presented as a, oh, this is great. And I don't want to ruin the show for people who haven't seen it, but yeah. it kind of does unravel for her. It's true. Yeah. I didn't want to say that, yeah. but yeah, yeah. 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 Like, you, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, So yeah, I think, you know, this conversation is great because I think it it can be a starting, it can be a jumping off point for us. Mm-hmm. Like as just like society, yeah. to start saying, hey, let's, like these emotions are real. Um, This tough guy facade, like really has very little value Mm -hmm. and you might be damaging yourself um so let's let's be more open um we understand there are situations where like you do have to just be a steady rock but in situations where you don't have to be i think it's important that like friend groups communities like we give each other permission Mm -hmm. to say hey like how are you doing emotionally like not just how like what can i do to help you fix the situation you're going through but like let me just be A year so let me just kind of hear hear you out and see what you're going through yeah and i feel like uh
1: something that came to mind like the some of the church communities that i've been around and been in Mm -hmm. like have wanted to just sanitize everything have a neat bow Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. on Mm -hmm. every interaction yeah but i i hope we can realize that like giving permission and you know doing inner work or having open conversations it it gets really ugly and can get really messy you know it's not gonna look very clean and like i don't know it's you can't sanitize it if you want true vulnerability and connection yeah it gets very messy and that's something that maybe we don't remember at least that's for me Mm -hmm. you know if something feels you know oh this feels a little messy you know i i hope i can remember like oh this is part of it this is part of being in this space. Yeah. You know, and if I wanted to make me feel more comfortable, like, dude, what you truly want is not connection. What mm. you want is not openness. If you want it to be just your comfort.
0: Right. Yeah. yeah. And I think, absolutely, especially initially, there's going to be a lot of just, okay, well, what do you want me to do with that kind of reaction? Yeah. You know, because, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I think it's going to be uh, like forging of the relationship as you move forward where you can. Like yeah, really be in that space, like be present in that mm-hmm. vulnerability. But yeah, I, I mean, because I'm I'm thinking about myself. Like if I were to kind of open up and, and be more vulnerable around my friends, mm-hmm. it's it's gonna be a lot of, hey guys, I feel this way. Okay, so, <laughs> what do you want me to do about yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. But I think once we kind of learn to give each other permission and learn to support each other and and kind of. Be more empathetic. Mm. I think that's where like real relationships are going to like start. Yeah, like just really deep relationships are going to Yeah, I think form.
1: deeper relationships will start. I think yeah. I think people can have relationships over anything, mm. you know, mm-hmm. but it's if you want deeper relationships. Yeah. That's yeah. that's like a good doorway. Yeah.
0: So I I want it cuz you mentioned your, your wife a few times mm-hmm. um and then you kind of gave examples of how your like tough guy guyness like hurt her. Yes. I want to ask you, um so on your discord that that's open for anyone to join yes, it is yeah, yeah, yeah guys if you if you didn't know uh Uzu Han, he has a discord channel where you can have conversations with him i I remember um I forget which channel it was in, but you you were talking about weaponized um Incompetence. Oh,
1: bro. Yeah. yeah, I don't
0: know if that really fits in with what we're talking about, but I just want to talk about it. So. It does. <laughs> yeah.
1: Absolutely. Okay. What did you want to talk about in particular for that?
0: Yeah, I mean, just the, what is that? Because that was the first time I read that. It was the first time I saw that phrase, and I was like, "What?" And I kind of read into it. I was like, "Oh, interesting."
1: Yeah. Yeah. So. I think uh, weaponized incompetence, based on what I know, uh-huh. really mostly Reddit threads. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Um, I think it's a term that has been coined as as people have observed the behavior of men in America, Mm -hmm. Uh, specifically, I guess, the alpha male or the head of the household, you know, whatever you want to call that type of male, you know, like um, and it's kind of this idea that um, specifically married men or guys in relationship or or men are uh they're just given like a pass for doing the bare minimum Mm. of like domestic chores or social chores or just human things (laughs) um i I hope that makes sense
0: like um it's like uh because like what came to mind when i was reading that is a guy like cleaning the house but the house looks barely cleaned afterwards, uh so then like it's like, okay, then like
1: don't, yeah, but don't then but then society would be like, "Oh, you're such a good mm-hmm. husband, good job, you put away the 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 bed sheets, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. oh, good for you right. but he didn't he didn't do the laundry, he didn't do dishes, mm. you know, he didn't actually do anything. he just did like one thing because yeah. we we think, oh." him just doing this one thing oh good for you you're such a great husband yeah the wife does it all and we're we don't say anything yeah Yeah. and every day yeah day in day out and we don't say a peep you know Mm. that's where like i think weaponizing competence it's it's because that incompetence now almost becomes like i don't know a weapon or a way to like create
0: leverage for yourself or i don't
1: know it's it's a bizarre concept but it makes sense to me
0: i mean yeah absolutely because the worse you do at something, the more praise you'll get when you do it right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, the worse I... Because it's not in the job because you'll get fired. But, like, <laughs> yeah. in a relationship, like, when... Um, if you're, like, dating somebody and, like, you guys are in love, like, if you're terrible at planning out a date, like, you're just like, oh, let's go to McDonald's and then after we'll go home and watch Netflix. I mean, you know, like, yeah, yeah. if you're that kind of That's guy, amazing. if one day, like you made a reservation to a fancy restaurant and you dressed up nicely then the girlfriend is going to be like oh my gosh like this is amazing right. even though like for somebody else that like that could be like an everyday thing right yeah yeah like you've yeah. in that so I, I, again this is kind of how i understood it as i was reading it yeah. you've weaponized your incompetence to like yeah gain leverage in that situation to like gain more praise yeah get what you want
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: and also i think uh, another aspect of it could be i think this is something a lot of korean dads do Mm. i mean i don't know if i'm being i don't know if i'm like stereotyping but i think a lot of korean dads can do housework better than they let off Mm. but then they pretend like they're not good at it so that the mom or the wife is like you might forget it i'll just do it yeah And so you've effectively weaponized your incompetence to like
1: get out of having to do this task, this chore. Exactly. I mean, it's true. This is something that um, I I didn't know about the term when Mm. I first got married, but Mm. like I was terrible at cooking Mm. and still I'm, I'm now I'm okay. But the only reason I got better at it, uh, like I was terrible, like I didn't know how to do anything, but my wife had some skills. So at first when we got married, she was doing a lot of cooking, but I was like, Hey, like I wanna contribute, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, I wanna, I don't, like, if you start working, like, you can't be the only one that knows how to cook. So she's like, okay, cool, you can try these things. And it was like a whole year of just like really bad recipes, and like, I didn't know how to do anything. (laughs) And there were a lot of times she would be frustrated and she'd be like, I'll just do it. But I was like, I recognized, I was like, you know, if you start to do this as I, like, I'm trying to legitimately grow and be better, Uh but if you cut that off, if you just do it yourself out of convenience for yourself, you're actually gonna burden yourself later yeah. years because I'll probably grow to be one of those dudes who'd be like, "Well, I can't cook anyway, so my wife should just do it." Yeah, you know, and I never had an opportunity to grow. Yeah. So like, I don't know. I f- part of me feels like I wonder if weaponized competence incompetence has been like, I don't know, perpetuated unknowingly by frustrated wives Hmm. maybe yeah you know that's not the only reason right but it i think the cycle keeps going because there's impatience which naturally i understand yeah it's like if this dude keeps sucking for a whole year (laughs) who really has that kind of patience you know but i think the long-term gain of enduring that one year of terribleness Mm -hmm. now like i do all the cooking you know Mm -hmm. well lately my wife has done a little more but i do most of cooking Mm because she's in nursing school you know so like, I think that's paid off, yeah, you know, yeah. for her. She doesn't have to, like, endure and bear the responsibility of cooking yeah. only.
0: And, and yeah. we see this in raising kids. Like, if, you, if ah. you get frustrated, the kid can't do stuff, so you just always do it for them. Right. You're crippling that child for life. Oh. Yeah, like, with, Yeah. because yeah, my, my daughter, I'm kind of a clean guy. So okay. every night I, I clean the house. like nice. I organize everything and it's it's just because I, I like being in a clean environment yeah and so uh, it's so easy for me when my my daughter comes up to me and says daddy i want to help clean it's so easy for me to be like no 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 you don't know how to do it so i'm just going to do it myself <laughs> but like that's going to really cripple her um so i say yeah like yeah let's do it let's do it together and then as she does it if she does something wrong i'll teach her yeah. if, if not then you know it's great so i i think we give our kids and like just kids in general permission to grow and learn Mm -hmm. we don't do that for adults yeah like you were saying yeah it's it's true we have such a shorter like threshold for patience Mm -hmm. when it comes to men or or just adults yeah we think that every adult needs to be equipped with a certain level of basic skills but i don't think that's always the case i mean like some skills that you have i don't yeah vice versa yeah yeah yeah. and so yeah i think um the The concept is fascinating, and I don't want to like I don't want to make it seem like only men do this because I'm sure women do it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, It's it's a um, kind of both way thing, but I think the key there is giving the other person space to grow, Mm -hmm. and because I I think that comes with like the toughness and vulnerability too. If you're a tough guy, you don't want to admit that you're bad at something, and you just kind of want to like. I tried it. I'm like, good. I'm just going to step away from it.
1: Right.
0: Yeah. But if, if huh. yeah, if we give each other the space to suck at something. Yeah. 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 Like, especially like, cause that's not, that's not easy to do in front of your wife. Yeah. You know, you don't want to show like weakness. Yeah. Not yeah, because yeah, it's yeah. a competition thing, but because you want to like be the perfect husband. Yeah. Or as close to perfect as you can be. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. But to give ourselves the permission to be bad at something and then for our spouse to just be a little bit more patient mm-hmm. i think that could really help uh, and yeah. i think I don't, I don't know if this is exclusive to a married uh relationship i think this can be for like even for like church communities yeah like there, how many people do we know who are stuck doing av mm-hmm. because everybody else is bad at it right well like you can learn like it's yeah. not a skill that you're born with you can yeah. go back there mm-hmm. spend a few weeks learn and you know the burden doesn't always have to be on that one guy or that one girl you know very true yeah. So yeah, I, to tie it back, I think um, yeah this facade of we're perfect, we're tough, and we we don't need to grow, we don't need to be cared for, we don't need to show emotion. I think um, yeah, it's something. I guess I invited you because something that I'm like really working on these days, and yeah. that I'm really trying to like come out of. Yeah, and
1: I, I think we it, have needs too.
0: Yeah, and it's okay yeah i mean and i think it's become a pressing need for me because i have kids mm. because like the the places that i have this release is is kind of getting narrower now yeah 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 I bet. yeah yeah so yeah I, I think a tough guy as a song is great Yes, yeah. especially for as a hip-hop song yeah right where in. As a culture, hip-hop is all about tough guys. You yeah, know?
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Putting up
0: the facade. Yeah. Did you see the uh, halftime show? Uh, yeah, I did. Bowl? Yeah. OG rappers and, you know, like, all, like, like 50 Cent, you know, like. Bravado. Tanks. Yeah, yeah like, this, this whole thing. But for a song in that genre to be like, hey, like, it's okay to cry at a wedding when you see a son and a, a mother um, dancing. I think that's kind of refreshing. Yeah. It's refreshing. Thanks. It's needed. And I think it's a conversation that shouldn't end here. It, it should be something that we we continue to talk about.
1: Yeah, man. And that's, I mean, that's a whole conversation to, we could have. If if you ever want to talk about like the consumer trends or mm. like what consumers want mm. versus what they get in the industry, That's that's also something that I think contributes to the ongoing tough guy facade. Mm. Because there is seemingly a need or want, mm. people want that, mm. apparently, mm. you know, so companies will probably see fit. This is the kind of persona we need to portray. Yeah. Or, or it could be aspirationally, maybe people aspire to just be rock solid and never hurt by anyone because they've been hurt. Right. You know, I there's a lot of ways to like angles to like kind of approach this subject. And it is fascinating. Man. Yeah,
0: yeah. But I think it, it begins with saying, it's okay to not be perfect all the time. And so it's okay to not be tough all the time. Yeah. <laughs> that's, I
1: don't, I don't know how to, yeah. that's a tough subject, man. Yeah. I don't know how pe- it's different ways to approach it.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. So, um, other thing I wanted to talk to you about was, uh, this is, I guess a little, uh, past the time, but a Christmas machine. Yeah. 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 So can you explain? So the, the basic concept of the song is Christmas has been hijacked by, capitalism correct like right so like the meaning of christmas has all been pretty much gone yeah it's been replaced by uh, what can i get for whom and all that so before i ask you to describe where it came from how you how you thought of it um there's one line Mm -hmm. where it's like like Oh, uh, doesn't your mom deserve that Prada? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like that, <laughs> that, that like hit me because <laughs> hey, that line. Nice. Yeah, no, okay. Be- because
1: yo, it's dope. Um, <laughs> I didn't expect that line to be the one.
0: Yeah. No, because like everything I, I listen, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I, I'm agreeing, right? Like at Christmas, I can't believe it's turned into this thing. But then as soon as you say, doesn't your mom deserve this Prada? I the first gift I got my mom after I got like my full-time job was actually a Prada bag. <laughs> like I like took like two paychecks Amazing. to do it, right? But oh, yeah, that's expensive. Yeah, yeah. But it's like the, oh, like that's the part where it's like we're kind of roped in on an emotional level. It's not just monies and dollars. It's it's like we're roped in emotionally. Like they've created this marketing like environment where like it's not just about how much money am i going to spend on someone it, it that's been morphed and mutilated into the amount of money i spend equals the amount of love i have for yep. this person
1: yep it's yeah. brilliant on a marketing level i guess diabolical yeah it's diabolical <laughs> and people are eating it up you yeah. know like that's the kind of stuff that has been imposed on me mm. by other people mm. you know oh that's all you got for your mom your dad mm. i feel like like what are you talking about bro i'm not rich like that this is the you know this is the best i could do yeah you know Mm -hmm. um yeah dude i just feel like uh well this song so i used to work at apple yeah so this concept of hating the holidays (laughs) has been in my mind for a while because when i worked the holiday seasons at apple it was hell like Mm. i've never been so mistreated like in my life it's so bizarre yeah like I understand that you No, I don't understand. You're here to buy a luxury item mm. and you say you have no patience. Mm. You have no time. It's like make some damn time then. Like <laughs> it's not my fault you came into here and you're expecting me to operate on your, you know, timeline. And mm. sure, Apple's not going to agree with that, you mm. know. They're like customers always right. Mm. Whatever. Or that's what Stores I mean, will say
0: most businesses trying to make money. will say that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Cause they're trying to capture every dollar. Yeah. I get it. And that's cool. We, we can, we can, uh, uh, cater to that timeline, uh. but it's just like, not, I realize like human greed and human, like nothing is ever going to be enough. Mm. You know, like there are a few times where, um, this one guy was just like treating me like I was just, I don't know, a door, you know, just like, the way his attitude and his demeanor you know like i was just trying to say like hey what's up nice to meet you you know he's like i want this boom boom, boom. i'm like okay cool and i was with him for like 15 20 minutes i was just trying to ask him like oh who's this for he's like i don't have time to talk this is for my son i'm like oh iphone the thousand dollar phone all right that's chill whatever <laughs> and that would just okay that's fine if it's like one but it's just like one after the other, people are just getting frantic. You don't have blue. My son needs blue. It's like, mm. goddamn. just get the red. Like, mm. it doesn't matter. You're going to put in a case anyway. No, I need the blue. It's like, I don't know. After seeing it over and over and over and over, the repetition of it made me wonder, like, yo, something's going on, mm. man. What's wrong with people? Are we this awful? Mm. Are we really like this? Mm. And then it wasn't just me in the store. It's in the break room. I'm talking to my coworkers and they're like, oh, this lady, this guy. It's the same stories over and over. And then the hours are terrible. And I'm just like, dude, this sucks, man. Like, is this what the holidays has turned us into? Like, Mm -hmm. we're just like slaves to this machine. Yeah. You know, so that's why I call it the Christmas machine. And then, you know, like when I think about Christmas or the holidays, it's always been imposed on me. What are you going to get? Thanks to advertisements, to other people. What are you gonna get? Mm-hmm. What are you gonna get for them? Mm-hmm. It's like I'm giving them my time. That's the most valuable thing. Right. For some people, they don't understand that concept. You know, they're like, no, they're not telling you what you want. Mm-hmm. What they really want, mm-hmm. they want this, this, and this. it's like, how do you know? You didn't ask them. My time is spending time is the most valuable thing as yeah. you get older.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: Anybody who, I feel like every person who gets older knows spending time together and having an experience. That's the best thing, yeah. sharing a meal, in my opinion. And I guess I'm more of not as good as giving gifts, so maybe it, it is with my personality. Mm. But I just realize how frivolous gifts can become. Mm. I think gifts with experiences, you know, and gratitude, like I think that's a great combination. Mm. Um, so I, I, you know, it's that's why I made the song. Out yeah. of all of that frustration, I was like, man, f you, holidays, yeah. like. What I know Christmas to be like, this is not what, it, what I thought it should be.
0: Yeah, yeah, so, for sure. Yeah. I mean, as a Christian, Christmas is about the coming of Christ and you know, forgiving us and taking on the, the brunt of our sin, right? Yeah. Nowhere in that does it say x amount of dollars means x amount of love. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. That, That's actually a deeply unbiblical concept, right? Because Jesus said the the lady who had nothing who gave a penny. Gave more than the guy who had a lot. I mean, gave you preaching. Them. Yeah. But yeah. So it's, um, it's, but it's like, I know it in my head, right? I know that it's an issue, but come next Christmas, I'm still going to be looking <laughs> for, like, what gift can I get my daughter? What gift can I yeah, get yeah, my, yeah. my wife? It's like, we're stuck in such a, I don't even know how to describe it. It's, it's so pervasive in society. Yeah. That. it's like it, unless you're really bold and to be honest i don't know if i have this level of boldness <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. unless you're really bold it's, it's yeah. like hard to escape that cycle yeah 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 i guess i guess baby steps like you gotta make um at least identifying it and, and making strides to not be caught up in it maybe maybe the lesson here is treat retail workers with respect
1: yeah, yeah. That's solid.
0: Right? Don't don't let the craziness of the holidays because like you're so eager to show love to your family that you end up showing none to the people around you.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I would say even a step further is mm-hmm. just every day when you go to H-Mart, when mm-hmm. you're at Walmart. They might treat you like shit, but like you can treat them with dignity, you know, yeah. with respect. That's that's the way I think you can follow it through to the holidays. Yeah. Um but I don't think the, it's a machine for a reason too much dollars too much salary too many people's salaries are dependent on the holidays being mm. the way it is mm. i don't know if it's going to change yeah you know so i only do I, this was kind of a person like a personal declaration i guess Yeah. because i know i'm not gonna put that big of a dent in the machine yeah. you know but i'm gonna signal it out be like yo hey this is happening like mm. i'm not cool with it if you agree like here, you can, you can think about it, but mm. do as you will. Do mm. as you please. Um, yeah, dude. There's so much money in that season. Yeah. You know, and...
0: You know, and it's not even uh, just Christmas. Like, there are specific holidays. So, as a consultant, I worked for a flower company. Okay. Um, the amount of flowers that they sell on Valentine's Day is 10x of... All the flowers that they sell the rest of the year. <laughs> so, like, if you look at the graph of demand, it's like over here, da, 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 Valentine's Day up here, and then it comes down, da, 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 and then there's a little bump for like Mother's Day, and then it goes. Uh- <laughs> so, it's like the way that, because like, if you don't give flowers to your wife on Valentine's Day, yeah, do you yeah, actually yeah. love her? You know, like, yeah, yeah, that's the yeah. kind of lie that, or the marketing ploy that we were kind of in. Like, I'm sure that's the same thing for chocolate, right? And like, I, I think, yeah, it's, it's tough. It's, it's tough to, because like buying someone flowers isn't that difficult, right? But then like you're still feeding into that machine, the Valentine's machine. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I guess I also think like, well, people want reasons to celebrate mm. and it's hard to create your own moments to celebrate Mm. so when everyone else is celebrating it's easier to be like oh well i guess we should celebrate too you know but in one sense like i don't think i think it loses the intention that it could be you know if you had a well that's why anniversaries are probably cool that's like one way that people create with intention their Mm. own little pocket of special you know Mm. celebratory times
0: yeah yeah that's true and I think the celebration is great, but there is also like that. I'm just gonna put machine to everything. There's an anniversary machine. Oh, yes. And you a know? wedding machine. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. The wedding machine is great. Bro, crazy. it's
1: very profitable. I can make a lot of money there if <laughs> yeah. I want to. Yeah. No,
0: you literally, you you buy flowers, it's X amount of dollars. You buy wedding flowers, like it's like 5X. Yes. For, for whatever reason. Just because there's a. Just because it's for a wedding, like this is a huge markup. And
1: yeah, yeah, can you lie about it? Like in the flower, can you like be like, "Yo, it's for like a corporate event."
0: <laughs> you, you, but then if they like bring you the flowers and see it's a wedding, then it's probably like a breach of contract. No way. No, I'm sure. I'm sure there's uh oh something gosh. there. Yeah. No.
1: Dang, I can't swindle that. <laughs>
0: right. So it's uh, yeah. I I think um, yeah. There's there's so much. The money revolves. The world revolves around money i feel like in our society mm-hmm. so like there's just so many different things so many different celebrations that just has money so deeply ingrained in it yeah um, but it, it, again it was very refreshing to hear a song like that especially again from a hip-hop culture yeah where it's like spend money and you're gangster right yeah, 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 yeah. But, but you're kind of going against that and saying i'm not down with this like what spending money during the season is doing to people yeah and I think um, that again that's very bold. And I think you even said it as you were releasing it like this is the anti-christmas song. Yeah. <laughs> so like be warned, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, cuz like this idea of like holiday cheer and all that, I'm just yeah. like, bro. I Have you ever been like uh, has anyone ever corrected you like no, it's merry christmas? If you said like, oh happy holidays. Hmm. Like, I'm a Christian. Hmm. But I just say happy holidays because I don't know what you're celebrating. Hey, right. it's a cool time. Happy yeah. holiday. Yeah. I, I I have been no, it's Christmas. Mm. Or or they'll just say, Merry Christmas to you. I'll be like, Okay, I guess you celebrate Christmas. That's right, weird. right. Uh, right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so I I've had just like two interactions like that before and I thought course would be a white 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 lady but like (laughs) little karen but like you know like just i don't know it's bizarre i'm like why do we have these interactions bro this idea of connection Mm. like perhaps a general banner or theme that i've been very obsessed with Mm. is is connection human Mm -hmm. connection yeah and and the break of it in society and i'm just in my small way just trying to figure out little things to help us realize oh why why do we have no connection anymore like where where has it broken yeah. you know and i i so desperately want to like reconnect and and get people connected or you know i study what connection means yeah
0: yeah you know? no I, absolutely and i think that's that's great that ties up the podcast in the really neat bow it's it's all about connection right? mm-hmm. and yeah. a world without connection i mean living on an island is is no fun yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so uh, th- th- thanks for coming today. Th- thanks for um, unpacking those songs for us because uh, it's, it's really refreshing for me and awesome for me because I'll hear songs and then I, I just have to kind of speculate on like oh I wonder what the writer or the performer was thinking. Right, but right. this is a unique situation where I'm able to talk to the actual <laughs> uh, person, the creator of the song and True. and kind of dig, dig deep and it was, it was really enlightening so yeah. thank, you, thank you so much for doing this um, Thanks man. Guys uh, Uzu Han has been releasing music really like consistently. Um, if you don't follow him on Instagram, um, definitely should, because uh, you'll get all the announcements there. All his music is great. Uh, I highly endorse it. Um, particularly for me, uh, Tough Guy and Christmas Machine has been kind of going in my head, and that's the one I've been listening to a lot. So uh, once again, um, thank you so much for, for being on. Um, and uh, Thanks for having me. Yeah, and thank you guys for listening, and uh, we'll talk to you guys next time. See ya.